0: Thank you. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Blissful Love with Devin McMahon. I am so excited to be back here recording for you guys because it has been a while, um, especially a while since I have done a solo episode. So I just wanted to say that me deciding not to record an episode wasn't me being Silent, I guess. okay, so what I'm trying to say is is I got um feedback from a friend that said that you know, um she was happy that I decided to come out and make an episode with Kayla, but I just wanted to let you all know that I wasn't skipping an episode. Because I didn't want to speak up on the topic. I wanted to have the right person come on and talk about it. And I didn't think it was necessary to record another episode on Sunday. I wanted Thursday's episode to sink in and people to listen to it and understand it. And um, I wanted to do the same. And also, um, over the course of the week, I was doing a lot of researching and educating myself, watching documentaries, learning, understanding. Um, And yeah, I hope that you guys got some use out of everything that I shared and the documents that I provided in my bio and all that stuff. So just wanted to address that quickly in case people were kind of wondering why I hadn't jumped on here by myself and spoke on the topics. I just felt like it was best to do it with someone that not only feels very close to the topic, but also experiences it every day. And yeah, so again, thank you, Kayla, for coming on and doing that with me. That was a great episode, and I got a lot of great feedback about it, and it was informative, and that's all that matters. So (laughs) to get into it, guys, what makes me feel blissful today? So I got to walk Finley down in my parents' neighborhood where I grew up in Hows neck. We, Jack and I brought him to the beach, which was really nice. Um, and how will I propel my love today? So one of my clients birthday was today and he, his mom set up a little, um, parade drive by thing. So we did that and that is how (laughs) I will propel my love today. Um, so Finley got a grooming today. He got <laughs> Finley got groomed today, <laughs> and Jack just snuck by, um, ever so gracefully with him. And Finley looks absolutely ridiculous because they pretty much shaped him everywhere except for his head. <laughs> so you guys can imagine what he looks like. Um. So yes, that is what how I propelled my love today. Um, so I feel like this episode might sound a little different and unnatural because it is so weird. I decided to do this funny thing where I was going to record myself on my on video as well as record myself for the podcast. And I feel like I am so hyper-aware that I am being recorded visually, that I am acting different. (laughs) So we'll see how this goes. Uh yeah. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to talking about how struggles that we face can actually be some of our biggest life lessons. And I wanted to talk about this mostly because this was brought to my attention when I was actually the guest on a podcast for someone else. So that I won't say who that is. Um, it hasn't come out yet and that person is still in the works of editing it, but I was super excited to join that podcast. So, um, yeah, I just, it, in our conversation with the girl who was interviewing me, she asked me kind of just about how I keep a positive and level-headed mindset And how I try to find the other side, the happy side, the uplifting side, the positive side of life when things aren't so positive. And it really made me stop and reflect and think. And a time that I can really relate this to, I have a couple. But my most recent time that I have felt like I turned a struggle into a lesson was when my grandfather passed away. So sounds kind of crazy because that is obviously something that is very sad and you go through a grieving process and all of that. But for me, it was a big lesson and a big mm, test of strength um, and realization of how strong I am as a human and which gave me also a lot of confidence. I don't know. It's weird. So let's walk through it here. So my grandfather passed away in November. 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 Yeah, November. (laughs) My grandfather passed away in November. And um, I obviously was very sad and went through the process of grieving with my family and all of that. However, I was able to realize in those times and reflect and sit down and be mindful of the fact that I had my grandfather for 25 years of my life, which is amazing. My sister, my oldest sister is third in her 30s and my oldest cousin, is, which is the oldest grandchild, is in her late 30s as well so we had my grandfather for a long time, which is amazing. And he got to watch all of us grow up and some of us get married. Um, He got to watch some of us have children, which were then his great grandchildren. And I was able to kind of think about all of those times and all of the memories and all of the lessons that he taught me um, during his life with, with grandchildren. And it was so comforting to me, but also not only was it comforting to me that I was able to reflect on those times, but it also allowed me to think about what I was doing in those moments. Like I, I, it was eye opening to me that I was able to dig deep and find that strength. And it wasn't all that difficult. And the reason why it wasn't all that difficult to find that strength is because it is something that I work on all the time. And I know, um, I talk about this a lot, but it it is, it's true. And also I I did a whole episode about grieving and about this situation. So I won't um, talk about it too much, but that is kind of one situation that has allowed me to learn a lesson from a struggle. I was able to learn that um, strength is deeper than sorrows. um, And that if we continue to work on our strength in our inner well-being and how we handle situations that are tough all of the time than when we are faced with things that are really difficult or in the past may have been able to tear us down. It's going to be a lot harder for a bad situation to tear us down in the future. So that was a big lesson that I learned is just how – strong of a person I was and how I wanted to continue to build my strength and work on it every single day because I never want to have a situation break me. And you know, I'm sure in life there will be many situations that are extremely difficult to deal with, but um I also kind of came to this realization too of, you know, having to deal with situations that are tough when um so Jack and I just moved and my parents came and um, let us use their truck to move all of our things. And me and my mom were outside talking before they left. And she was saying – we were talking about Finley and I was saying how um, I was worried about how like we found some ticks on him <laughs> and I can be a worry worrywart. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I would do if anything happened to him. And, she, and I was like, I would be a mess. I would just – I don't even know. And she was like, "No, you can't let things break you down. Like you can't like she was like, "Obviously that would be terrible, but you can't just let things break you." So, that kind of brought me back to that mindset and that thought of like you're totally right. I can't just say, "Okay, this is it. I'm done. This is a horrible situation and I'm no longer going to be myself and build my strength and you know, get through this." <laughs> it's it's not that easy all of the time but I think it's important to remember and to work on so another another thing that has been difficult that I I touched on very lately is so I went to grad school and I did a one-year intensive program which in hindsight I wish I didn't do it I wish I did a slower program that may have been over the course of two years or three years and I wish that I was able to really like learn the material and soak it all in, rather than um, intensely learn it all for five hours every single night and then be done, and then have to sit and take a big boards exam. It was just too much, and it was very fast. Um, no one's fault but my own. the The program was great. I had great professors. Um, I met some really great people in my cohort, but that was tough. It was very quick, and I just feel like I—that works for a lot of people, but I'm not that type of learner. I learn really slow in the sense of like being able to actually really grasp it and understand the material and be able to be tested on it. Um, so, August we officially graduated, and then November I took my boards. I didn't pass my boards, and. I was like, so torn. That's not the right word. I was so broken down by the fact that I didn't pass. I was like questioning my intelligence, questioning my ability to become a BCBA. I was questioning whether this was the right decision. I was questioning whether I ever wanted to take the test again. Um, I like questioned so many things and I was mad for a little bit and I was sad. And um, then I was like, okay, so now I'm just wasting time being mad and sad and frustrated and annoyed and questioning myself and my ability to get through this and to pass this exam. And then one day, I guess I just like turned it around and was like, okay, here we go. I can either – Be really upset about this for a long time and do nothing about it and just not retake it and just give up. Or I can get back on and I can study and work through it. And they give you like a score report. So I knew what areas I had some trouble in. I can figure out those areas and do some more test questions and some mock exams and get through it. And I was able to take something that was horrible to me in the moment failing an exam that depicted my professional future um, and turn it into something that – my watch is buzzing me. (laughs) And I was able to turn it into something that was a lesson instead, a lesson to stay focused, stay on the right track, see your goal at the end of the finish line, and keep pushing and running towards that finish line. Because the only obstacle is you. There's no one else that should be able to affect whether you get to the finish line except for yourself. And if you continue to push yourself and run, you don't have to sprint. But if you continue to run and get there, you will get there. And... I feel like it took a really long time for me to get to that point. I still haven't taken my boards. They're coming up. It's like you have to find – you have to like schedule a date. Um, so they're coming up. And at this point, I'm kind of like – I will eventually pass this test. I will continue to work hard at it. I will continue to see my goal – at the finish line and I will continue to run that way because every time I take this test, every time I sit down and study, every time I put an effort to pass this exam whether it be taking a mock exam, doing some practice questions, whatever, whatever it is. Every single one of those moves that I make is going forward. It's not going back. The only moves that will be going back is when I'm sitting there and I'm sulking. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to study. Um, I don't even think I have the the ability to learn this material. It's too hard. Those are the times that I take leaps back, leaps back, leaps back until eventually I'm going to be back at the start. And it's like, okay, what was the point of that? That was just such a waste of time. So I feel like in order to really be able to get to the point where I'm at, where I'm like, okay, I'm at the, I'm at I'm not at the the starting line anymore. I'm like in the middle. I'm almost there. I need to keep going. I, I know I can see the finish line and I know I can get there. You have to go through struggles in order to fa- like face that and be able to face that graciously. Because I feel like if every single time that we did anything in life or our lives were exactly perfect, right? We never faced a struggle. We never failed anything. We never lost a loved one, um, then when we f- did face things that were really tough and did face horrible tragedies and horrible moments and all, all of the things, we it probably would break us. And I feel like the more things that I go through that seem terrible, the better I become as a human being and the stronger I am. I feel like, too... I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like every time that I have lost a loved one or a friend or um, anything in that sense, and not, and I'm not just talking like death. I'm also talking just like drifting from friends, um, drifting from loved ones, whoever it is, um, a breakup, whatever. I feel like each each. Of those moments in each of those relationships that have gone away, I have gotten a little bit stronger because each each person in each situation has taught me so much. I remember in high school and college, actually, having a very difficult time grasping the fact that drifting away growing out of relationships and friendships is part of develop developing as an adult um it was hard for me to understand that and it was hard for me to get through those tough things um i remember feeling like super anxious about any friendships that fell off any relationships that were ending um any time anyone ever passed away around me i mean i'm i'm acting like i've lost like tons of people i don't mean it like that like i've lost some people in my life but um each time that you go through those those things those tragedies those hardships those obstacles they're all kind of different magnitudes, right? Obviously, but each time that you go through something like that, you're, I think of it as like a rubber band ball, you know, when you were little and you would make those. So when you're really little, it starts out, it's like this, this just a small little ball, right? I don't know what people wrap them around, maybe like a marble or something. <laughs> so it's really small, right? You don't you you haven't gone through anything yet. You're just the marble. Okay. And then one thing happens to you when you're little, you you break your arm, okay? Rubber band. Something else happens to you, you lose a pet, okay? Another rubber band. All of these things you you're adding, you're adding, you're adding, you're adding to it until eventually you have this hard ball that is now full of rubber bands. But No longer could you throw this and it might break on the ground. Now you could throw it and it's going to bounce because now it's so full of all of these things. I don't know if you guys are following me (laughs) along with that analogy, but how I think of it is like when you're little, things that happen to you are hard and you feel like they're going to break you. And then as they continue to happen and happen and happen, it's like they become your shield. You're now exposed to difficulty and hardship and struggles, and you are forced to face them. You're no longer protected by a parent or um, a guardian or a sibling. You're now forced to face these hardships on your own. How you face them, how you deal with them, how you react to them, how you move on from them, how you evolve from them is what will make you you and a good human being and a good individual that is strong and um, courageous and yeah, beautiful. (laughs) So I remember in high school, I... High school, like I, I loved high school. I tell you guys that all the time, but high school can be hard in the sense of like friendships. I know I had a real, I was really lucky that I had a really good group of friends, but things weren't always completely easy for us. I mean, we, we would get into our arguments. We were all so close. We had been friends since kindergarten. So it's like, of course you get into your arguments. People don't see eye to eye. You, You annoy people. People annoy you. It's all the things you're going through so many different hormones and all of that stuff in high school. I remember having a very hard time with like being able to distance myself from friends and being able to understand that like sometimes it's okay for like you to drift away. And sometimes it's like that's what should be happening. You don't have to force friendships. You don't have to force connections and bonds. Like Just let things naturally go as they will um, and to learn from it. Like, it doesn't always have to be like, oh, I did this wrong and I should do this better. It could be something as simple as like, yeah, we're just not seeing eye to eye. So like, I'm going to go this way and you're going to go that way. And I kind of learned to just let it go. Um, I had a hard time with that though. And even in college too, like I would have a really hard time with being able to understand that not every single person around me needed to be my friend. Um, I am... A very friendly person and like to be friends with everyone I'm still that way but I have learned over the years that it isn't always going to be that way and my personality isn't always going to line up with someone else's personality and vice versa so it is okay to like not not always keep friendships and relationships um in our lives that just aren't natural anymore. I feel like this is kind of being twisted in a different way than I originally was talking about it. But now that it's going in this direction, let's keep going with it. A big part of life is learning your strength. Yes. Like we're saying, but also the people that you surround yourself with. And I cannot stress this enough. If you surround yourself with people that are toxic to you mentally Toxic to you physically or toxic to you in any way at all, your life is going to be a lot more difficult. And this could be a parent. This could be a sibling. This could be a very close friend. This could be a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a guardian, a grandparent, anyone. Let me explain what I mean by the word toxic toxic doesn't necessarily mean they're horrible for you and they're a horrible person and whatever toxic could mean you guys have a very difficult relationship you guys have a very hard time seeing eye to eye you guys have a very hard time supporting each other and loving each other in the way that you both deserve and those situations that we face in our li- lives are going to happen, but we need to solve them and learn a lesson from them. And I think that this is something that we will all have to continue to work on our entire lives and it's never going to necessarily get easier, but I think that it gets it gets, I don't know, it becomes more natural to us to be able to deal with them and work through them. So I guess I could relate this to breakups. So obviously I am in a very happy and committed relationship, but I have been through breakups, of course. And I remember each one being different and learning different things from each one. But I think that There comes a time in any friendship or relationship or whatever when things aren't going the way that they should be going, whether it be, okay. So for instance, I have a friend, (laughs) you're all probably like, okay, yeah, this is about you. No, it's not about me. I have a friend who has a friend who is very hard on them. They are constantly trying to analyze their moves. They're constantly trying to figure out why they're doing things or how they're doing things. They're constantly trying to put things in their mind to shape them to believe that certain people in their lives aren't healthy for them and certain things that they do in their lives aren't healthy. And honestly... I don't like that. I feel like we've probably all had one of those friends or one of those people in our lives that are like, why are you doing that? That Or just not a good person for us to have in our lives. Um, And my advice to people that are experiencing that is to run away. Get out of that situation. Because, okay, so I had (laughs) – my mind is like, boop you guys can tell that I have been away from you for so long. So I have a really, really good friend who, um, we had a discussion about this kind of recently. And we talked about the fact that if you love somebody, whether it be a friend, a family member, or a significant other, um, anyone, no matter what they do, no matter how they act, no matter what decision they make, you are going to support them. And if you don't, and if you no longer feel like you can support them, Or if this is happening to you and the person no longer feels like they can support you, it needs to be done. Because once we stop putting another human being's best intentions first, that is in our lives, we are not being the best version of ourselves anymore. Or the person that is doing this to us is not being the best version of themselves because We are not here to break people down. We are not here to judge other people. We are here to support, love, develop, engage, understand, um, so many things. But tearing other people down and being unsupportive of friends, family, etc. is just not part of the plan. So with that being said, let's end that thought because... (laughs) I feel like I got off track a little bit. Getting back on track. Struggles, how they turn to lessons. I've just learned a lot over the years that if friendships are no longer adequate and relationships are no longer healthy or losing a loved one is something that I am experiencing, the only strength is from within and the lessons that are learned need to be sought out because they're not always like right in front of you written down perfectly for you to understand. They're usually messy. They're usually confusing and they usually take a lot of hard work to uncover. And if we do all of that hard work and we do dig deep, we will be able to uncover the lesson, but it takes work. So I guess my, my purpose of this thought is to just stress to continue to work on yourself every day. So even if you go through something that is small, that is like a struggle, that doesn't seem like it's a st- struggle by textbook definition but it is just something that you went through today we go through things every single day let's think of something i went through today that was annoying um okay my computer was acting up when i was trying to do a telehealth session with the client okay that's not necessarily necessarily a huge life struggle but it was something that was annoying that i had to go through and now reflecting on it, the lesson that I learned was to, when that happens, to take a deep breath and laugh and it's okay and to re- restart the session and everything's going to be okay. Um, Maybe sit a little closer to my router. <laughs> and that's like a silly example, but it's true. It's like every single thing that we go through every single day, all day, every day, from day to day, there are lessons to be learned. There are struggles that we face and there are lessons to be learned. And there are also lessons to be learned from really good things that happen. For instance, I learn lessons every single day at work from my clients. I learn how to be more patient. I learn how to be so kind. I learn how to be strong. I learn how to understand and advocate. Um, and really great things... Are learned, but really great things are happening, and really great things are learned from these great things that are happening. Um, I recently, with a client, started implementing a new communication system, and his school is doing a different communication system than what me and the BCBA are doing with the client at home, and. Our communication system has been going really great, and we have been not using the communication system that he is using at school because obviously we want to stay consistent and use what we're using. And I had a meeting with his his speech um, pathologist from school, and I explained to her everything that we had been doing and why we chose to use the communication system we were using – And how great it was and how well he was doing. And I was able to learn more about her communication system and how they could come together and be used together and how we could um, continue to make growth and development and so on. And she also was telling me that she was learning from our conversation as well. So a good situation can also result in lessons, which I think we well, at least I don't always look for because I'm like, oh, this was great. End of story, right? That was a great thing that happened. End of story. And I'm not really like, hmm, what was the lesson there? I more do that when something negative happens. I try to reflect on that because it's just in my nature to try to do now. Instead of just sulking and sorrow and being miserable, I really try to work hard at trying to find the lesson. But now I'm trying to work on finding the lesson in all of the good things because the more lessons we learn, the stronger our little, our little marble will become so that we can one day bounce. <laughs> I feel like that was the craziest analogy ever, and I hope that I get a text or a DM from one of you that is listening that's laughs about my marble and rubber ball analogy because I don't even know. I am out of whack from not recording I am tired (laughs) all the things but yes so yes that is how we can learn lots of things from struggles learn lots of things from great experiences that we have and there's just always opportunity for growth and development as adults and as individuals and I think that that is symbolic to what is going on right now in the world because when I had the conversation with Kayla from our last episode, my last episode that she came on, um, we talked about the fact that we don't really care when people jump on board and learn to educate themselves on racism and what's going on um, and develop what matters is that you do jump on board and you do educate yourself and you do learn. Um, And I think that is all kind of tying in because we are constantly developing and it's never too late to change and it's never too late to learn and it's never too late to build your strength. So don't look back on yesterday and say, I was miserable yesterday. I was so negative. I was telling all my friends how much I hate my life. That's fine. Forget it and move on from it. And if you need to um, put your blinders on and kind of tune people out while you're seeing your goals at the end the finish line or you're trying to see a new way of living and a new way of experiencing and learning and growing, then that's okay and put those blinders on. So yes, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and we will get right into our mindful activity. So I wanted this week's meditation activity, guided meditation activity to be about anxiety and how to reduce anxiety just because obviously um, as we continue to not be able to do our daily lives as we used to in the past, um, it's obviously anxiety provoking and with different things that are going on in the world and our just regular day-to-day lives, um, there are a lot of situations that can fill us with anxiety. So I thought I would find a guided meditation on mindful.org that could help us reduce some of those feelings. So let's jump right into it. As we begin this practice, let's take a moment to welcome and congratulate ourselves in being here, that we're actually taking this time to be present, to go inside into our own lives. Let's take a few minutes To feel that we are in the mind and body with a mindful check-in. Feeling any sensations, any holdings, any tightness in the body, as well as feeling into your mood. Feeling into our emotions. And just acknowledging whatever is being felt and letting be. Just feeling how we are with awareness and acknowledging whatever there is to be felt. Now very gently, withdrawing the awareness from the mindful check-in, let's bring our attention to the breath. Being mindful of the breath in the abdomen, expanding on an inhalation and falling on an exhalation. Breathing in and breathing out awareness. Breathing normally and breathing naturally. Feeling the rise and fall of the abdomen. This type of mindful breathing can help us calm down when we are feeling anxious, feeling fearful. So just be mindful of the breath coming in and going out. Breathing in and out with awareness. If we find in the silences that our mind has wandered off, compassionately, gently, making them note, wandering, and coming back to the breath in the abdomen, breathing in and breathing out with awareness, slowing our lives down, taking it one inhalation and one exhalation at a time, breathing in and breathing out with awareness, breathing in and breathing out, Moment to moment. Now, gently withdrawing the awareness from breathing, we'll shift our focus to a body scan, feeling into this body, into the world of sensations, thoughts, and emotions, and acknowledging whatever is being experienced. Just like a meteorologist will objectively report the weather in the outside. We, as mindfulness practitioners, are like internal meteorologists reporting the weather objectively on the inside. So whatever it is that we're feeling in the body, in the mind, let's just acknowledge whatever is being felt and let be. Let's bring the focus of our awareness into the soles of each of our feet, getting to feel the heels, bottom of the feet, the toes, the top of the feet, behind into the Achilles tendon, and gently above into the ankles joints, feeling each of the feet up to the ankles with awareness and just acknowledging whatever is felt in the body or potentially in the mind. Feeling into the feet, into the ankles, letting the awareness rise up into each of the lower legs and to the calves, the shins, and coming up into the knee joints, feeling into the body with awareness. Now, letting the awareness rise up from the lower legs and knees into the upper legs, into the thighs, our hamstrings, quadriceps, feeling into the upper legs, and feeling its connection up into the hip joints, feeling sensations, the felt sense of the body, feeling into the thighs, into the hips, and letting be. Letting the awareness come up into the hips into the center of the body. Great systems within of elimination. Feeling into the center of this body with awareness within the hips. Whatever arises in the body or perhaps at times even in the mind in emotions, acknowledging and letting be. Letting the awareness rise into the tailbone and then gently coming up into the lower back, up the spine into the middle, eventually into the upper back, feeling sensations in the back with awareness and letting be. As we go through this body, we may notice from time to time tensions, tightness, achiness, and if we can allow any of these areas to soften, by all means, let that happen. It's also important to know that if we are unable to soften, our practice informs us to let be. Let whatever sensations ripple and res- resonate wherever they need to go. The same applies even to our thoughts and emotions. Let them be. Feeling into the back with awareness, letting the awareness begin to rise into each of the shoulders in the shoulder blades. Then gently bringing the awareness down each of the upper arms into the elbows, into the forearms, the wrists, and the hands, feeling sensations from the shoulders to the fingertips and letting be. Withdrawing the awareness now from the shoulders to the fingertips and placing our attention into the belly. Great system of digestion sim. Assimilation, feeling into the belly with the awareness, whatever sensations that may be felt, tightness, nervousness, just rightness, whatever's there, acknowledging and letting be as we feel into our guts, into the belly with awareness. Now letting the awareness rise up into the skin of the chest. Then feeling into the great systems of ventilation, the lungs, and circulation of the heart. Feeling into the chest with awareness and being mindful of whatever comes up in the body. Letting any waves of thoughts, emotions, sensations, ripple and resonate wherever they need to go. Feeling into the chest with awareness. Now. Bringing the awareness from the chest back up into the shoulders again, feeling the shoulders and its connections into the neck and throat, being present. Now letting the awareness from the shoulders and neck and throat come up into the jaw joint, one of the most exercised joints in the body, home of communication, home of how we take in food, feeling into the jaw, into the mouth, into the teeth and tongue and letting be. Feeling into the cheeks of the face, into the sinus passages, into the temples, the head, and the forehead. Feeling into the eyes and the muscles around the eyes. Feeling into the facial structure. Feeling into the top into the back of the head. Feeling sensations and letting be. Feeling in through the ears, into the inside of the head, into the brain. Feeling the face and the head with awareness. Now, gently connecting the face and head with the neck and throat and with the shoulders and the arms and the hands, the chest, the belly, the back, the hips, the legs, and the feet, feeling the body as a whole from head to toe, fingertip. As we breathe in, feeling the body rising ever so gently on the inhalation and falling on the exhalation. As we're feeling into this body and mind, we may at times continue to experience some anxious thoughts worries, fears, and there are times when we can use the practice of mindfulness, of inquiry, of investigating to discover potentially the underlying causes of our fears. If it appears that even after practicing the body scan and mindful breathing that we're persisting with some anxious feelings, bringing attention to those feelings themselves now to acknowledge what's being felt, feeling into the fear... As I say this, I want to say this with a word of compassion and gentleness, just like on a hot day, if we would like to go swimming and we would put our toes into the water and react with such coldness that through the gradual acclimation of dipping the toes in and out of the water, we acclimate to the temperature and slowly, part by part, our body becomes accustomed to the temperature of the water and we go swimming. Very gently, dipping the toes into feeling the fear, just acknowledging what's there. Letting be, feeling into the fear with awareness. There's no need to try to analyze or figure things out. Just feeling into the experience of feeling anxious, fearful, worried, and letting be. And whatever arises, equally acknowledging and letting be, feeling into the heart of fear. Just listening with such compassion. No need to push ourselves more than we can handle, but just working with the edges, feeling into the anxiety, and acknowledging. As we learn to be with things as they are, we may discover the underlying causes of our fear and pain. And now, gently, withdrawing from the mindful inquiry practice, let's just come back to the breath again in and out, feeling in the abdomen, the belly expanding on the inhalation, and falling on the isolation, breathing in, and breathing out with awareness, just staying present to each breath in and out. Now, just like we're watching the breath coming and going, we can even begin in this last practice of watching the very thoughts we think, like watching the clouds flying by in the sky, like sitting at the edge of a river, just watching whatever is floating downstream. Beginning to observe the mind and even the thoughts of fear are nothing but passing mental phenomena like clouds, observing any fearful, anxious thoughts as just mental events that come and go. Being present to the mind. Just thoughts, just like any of the other senses of sight, of sound, taste, smell, body sensations. All coming and going, all showing the mark of impermanence. Observing the mind, thoughts, noticing the ever-changing nature of thoughts showing its impermanence. Just coming and going, thinking, as we become aware of thoughts and the traps we find ourselves in that moment, we can become free. Just thoughts. And now, gently withdrawing our awareness from the mindfulness of thoughts Let's come back to the breath in the abdomen. Just be mindful breathing in and breathing out. Now, as we begin to end this meditation on working with anxiety, let's take a moment to remember all those that are being challenged with these feelings, all those living with fear and worry. Let us extend our well wishes of healing, of peace, to all those living in fear. May we take these moments now to congratulate ourselves of practice proactively turning into the fears, into working with them. May we affirm as we acclimate ourselves to the fears that we cannot be so challenged by them. May all beings, all those anywhere that live in fear, may we remember to be held in the cradle of the heart of the universe and that we have not been forsaken. May all being, wherever they are, may they be free from fear and may all beings be at peace. I hope you guys have an awesome Thursday and continue to have a great rest of your week, an awesome weekend, and I will see you all on Sunday. Bye, guys.